you know, so I did, I did do that, you know, and, and I was, I was saying earlier that I really liked, I really, I, I didn't really like, I really hated how I had the Adobe software that I had and didn't know really how to use it and it just didn't sit right with me, Yeah, you know, and, and learning how to use that was a big step in being a podcast producer Especially because, you know, as much as I love doing my podcast, the, at the end of the day, the monetary goal I'm trying to get to, you know, is for one, having hosted podcasts live, you know, when people want to see your podcast live, you travel, you do things like that, you go into it, there's that, that does happen, you know, you can do that if, 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 if you're funny enough, your guests are funny enough, you know what you're doing well enough. You know, or another goal of mine is to eventually get to the point where I produce other people's shows for them and I don't have to even be a part of the production. I can just be a part of the back end. And That's I a cool idea. It, you know? Yeah. And with this growing industry of podcasting and everybody who wants to start a podcast, be on a podcast, you know, they don't, not everybody necessarily listens to them, and, but I feel like everybody wants to have one or, 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 you know, spread the word, and, and 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 there is also an audience, though. There's a huge audience for it. Oh you know? yeah, and not not everybody listens to them, but even somebody who doesn't listen to them is still interested in them, in a sense of even, oh, yeah. whether it's starting one or being on one. They would. It, I, I can't think of a single person who would turn down the opportunity to have a podcast with an audience. You know, right? Everybody's got something to say. Right. Everybody, and everybody thinks it deserves to be heard, which hit or miss on that one. But you know, well. I like that because the fact of the matter is what I do here is 100% based around giving somebody the opportunity to have a platform to talk on, you know, and I've already done the hundreds of hours of grinding. I've already gotten my show in 12 to 20 different countries. I've already, you know, it was avidly at in 13 different countries uh, being downloaded regularly back when I first started it. And after I took my two year hiatus, you know, it wasn't obviously numbers that I was pulling like I am now. Uh, in a sense of, like, my numbers are mainly YouTube-based. Like, I had 100,000 views in this last month. And that was all really designed around manipulating the algorithm differently and utilizing what was out there and just understanding that, you know, there's not every... there's there's Just because not everybody's going to sit and watch an hour-long episode of your podcast doesn't mean that people aren't going to watch it. Right. You know, and That's so... That's very true. And it's a matter of marketing, a matter of getting it out there. It's a matter of putting it on multiple different platforms and putting it into uh, short form video that people can actually retain and watch for good and, 60 seconds tops, yeah, something seconds, like that. 10 seconds, man. You know, you, yeah. nobody's going to, unless you really got a good, a good back and forth from somebody, not a lot of people will watch for a minute or like a really, really eventful, epic story. You know, a minute's a long time. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, it's a long time. Solid. How many how many fucking minute long videos do you actually watch the whole thing of? You get a you you you, you scroll past a hundred thousand in a day, but you know how many minute long videos do you actually rewatch? Well, see, to the point where it restarts because you know if they're 15, 30, 45 seconds, you might you might get through to where it restarts and watch it a couple times. Right. Not with the full minute. Well, see, uh, I, I don't want uh, to... I'm probably a little biased on that because, like, I prefer longer format content myself. I, I don't have TikTok. I don't watch YouTube shorts. I don't... Uh, actually, hold on. I'm kind of lying to you now, okay? There's one guy. Apparently, he's a TikToker, but he also uploads to YouTube. It's uh, your scumbag dad. <laughs> Are you familiar with him? No, I'm not. It's the, it's the most ridiculous shit. It is absolutely absurd. Okay, so you fall you fall into the uh, age group like I do, where you used to watch videos on YouTube where you would sit and you would really 
dig deep, have a friend with you, and you guys would be sitting there scrolling through like, dude, fucking, uh, you kick my dog. <laughs> you know, that kind of shit. Yes. Your daughter come to my house and she kicked my dog. <laughs> you know, like those are the deep, dark YouTube videos we all we all watched. Uh, I mean, dude, I'm, I'm 29 years old, man. You know, like I remember YouTube poop and all that shit. I was right. Charlie the Unicorn. Funny junk. Yes, funny junk. Funny Phil junk. Cow, man. You remember the cloak? Funnyjunk.com, bro. Oh, my no, God. I did not. What's the cloak, The dude? cloak? Is it, you know uh, Charlie the Unicorn, right? Charlie. Charlie. Candy Mountain Charlie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, those fuckers. Man. Yeah, the, uh, the same people that made Charlie the Unicorn made a thing called the cloak, and it's, uh, it's the Grim Reaper whose sidekick is the dismembered head of, like, a noir film actor or whatever. I don't remember his name off the top of my head. But uh, they go around killing communists. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole premise of of the like thirty minute video is just him trying to find like a dog or something, and in the process finding an excuse to kill everybody because they're communists. It is the funniest shit, dude. It's a the cloak, the cloak, hilarious, man. I remember watching that when I was way too young to be watching that. Are you kind of <laughs> how you felt about this podcast, or whether you'd want to come on, and whether you were interested, blah blah blah, right? And but, you know something. I really know better about when it comes down to being a podcast producer. You don't utilize it, your network of people with a podcast until you have a really tangible thing to, to show. Right. Especially because when I started this podcast, I did it over COVID. And, you know, that was something that I struggled lot, with, uh, especially guests, was justifying if it was okay for them to come over to my house and... and and do a podcast and, and and break these rules and regulations that we had been set to follow and to literally, like I said, come to my house and talk on a microphone that they don't know how many other people I had talked on to. And, yeah. you know, and, and it was it was tough to get people to justify giving themselves, putting themselves out there and giving me their time, you know, and. What I had noticed about when I was talking about this podcast with you a couple weeks back, I, I hadn't put the, the grind back into it. You know, like, yeah, I had a tangible show to show you, but like, hey, this is the podcast I had. Right. You know, I did this before, da 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 you know, check it out. And you're like, cool. You know, and I didn't say something like, hey, you know, I, I'm doing this again. Like, you know, and, and at that point, if you were my friend or in my circle, obviously, if I had a podcast, you'd probably have either heard of it, watched it, seen it on my story, something along something, those yeah. lines. You know, so you were aware of what's going on, you know, and and since you went to Alabama, it, I, I really grinded uh, after having knee surgery on working on a lot of the aspects of the show. And a lot of what I did was I watched my old episodes and gave myself the ability to fine-tune because I didn't have that ability before because I was kind of cocky. Right. You know, I had confidence in my show. I thought what I was doing was so good because I had already gotten offered a radio job in Boise. Like, I, I oh, was, wow. yeah, like this show had a lot of traction. I was doing a good job with it. And the circle and the network that I had made the show go a lot further than I would give it credit for now. You know, because now I don't have the network that I did. Right. So I had to, now I have to figure out a compensation of that. Like I have to figure out how to get make up for that in a way. And that's having better content overall, fixing my content, getting better quality video, audio, guests, just editing, in general. overall improving my, the aspects right. and the qualities, you know, and it's what every artist wants to do is make beautiful art, man. And, and,
I've talked about this quite a few times on how much I don't consider myself an artist. I didn't consider myself an artist until, you know, you sit, you sit here and you watch me for a fucking hour fine-tune these little stupid details and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I'm not painting on a canvas, but this is something that... Yeah, takes, tell me that's not art. takes so much to do. Exactly. And, and it's, it's, it's not just about, like, a technical skill. It's about you have to give a damn. You've got to exactly. give a damn. Exactly. Because if you don't give a damn, then you can tailor it to perfection, but there ain't going to be no love in it. And if there ain't no love in it, what's the point in watching, man? So, I mean, because YouTube back when we were young, man, was was literally something that when your your mom and dad would be at work and you and your homie got bored of the Nintendo or the Xbox fucking Smash Bros and shit. Yeah. Or fucking Halo 3. Yeah, it was Halo 3, Halo baby. 3. I was about to say it was fucking Halo. You know, you guys would go sit on YouTube. I mean, I'm also talking about before Halo 3, though, like back in junior high, <laughs> like fucking... <laughs> When you just had to... Funny junk. You mean, We didn't fuck with funny junk when we were fucking with Halo 3, I feel like. No, I definitely not. That was yeah. more like a... Oh, God, what was I watching at that point? Shit, what was around around that time? That was like, what, 2009, 2010? No, that was Reach. 2008. 2008 that was, was like 2008. Three. That's right, I was thinking about Reach. That was Reach. back in the RuneScape days. Dude, stop. Don't get me started on RuneScape. <laughs> Bro, I've got Did a you Mac- play RuneScape? Were you a RuneScaper? Were you, a, were you one of those kids at the library after school? I've got a maxed account, dude. Oh, my God. A 2277 total with, like, a billion experience. Oh, my God. Yes, almost a billion experience. It's like 986, something like that million. Do you still play? Sometimes. Nice. Not, uh, not often since they removed the duel arena. Uh, I kind of quit because I'm a gambler, man. Like, <laughs> let me tell you, uh, <laughs> at, at one point, I had a 240 billion bank. Like a uh, 240 bill bank. Wow. It, it, it was real fucking ridiculous. I had 65 Elijah Spirit Shields at one point. I feel like RuneScape. To it, it was me, stupid. It was like Rust now, back then. Like the survivalist game that just pissed That's you fair. off when yeah. you fucking die and you That's just fair. want to throw your controller and walk away. Like, I also wasn't a good gamer back when I would play fucking RuneScape. Right, so yeah. like there'd be times where I'd like, I'd, I'd throw like hours into RuneScape and all of a sudden I'd be out in the middle of nowhere and just get. Fucked. Oh yeah, just get, get fucked, fucked up. Yeah, just get bodied. See, that's a usually by like some stupid skeleton or <laughs> like some some bullshit, right? You know, so it wasn't a high level. Like anything that gotcha, like, really wanted yeah. to get me could get me. They'd get you too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, there's lost man. Prost. That's a honestly, that's one of my favorite games of all time. Is RuneScape. Oh. I'll still play sometimes. Like uh, whenever Teams of a Mask, the newest oh, update came God. out, I played that and I figured it out and I got bored with it really fast. And then the just, new version? Uh, the newest, uh, the new, it's, it's a new raid. It's like a dungeon, kind of. And uh, it was actually really cool, man, because the way they set it up was you could choose your difficulty, and uh, the, the uh, drops would scale based on your difficulty. You know what I'm saying? So it like, was pretty cool. Almost like WoW. I was about to say, raiding. like, WoW. Yeah, it, it's called Because once you raid, get into yeah. dungeons and raiding, that's, that's, like, that's WoW. Yeah. yeah, it's basically what it was. But uh, it, it, it was a fun game, but I'm, I just, man, I ain't got the fucking time. You know, if, you, if you're not putting in six hours when you get on to play, you're not doing anything. Right. It's just... It's full <sighs> grind. That's how I felt with full Rust, grind. dude. Like, so, there was, a, there was a moment in time when I first got down for this medical leave on my, on my ACL that I played a lot of Rust. Yeah. Yeah, and have you ever heard of Rust? No, yeah, I've I've played Rust before. Oh, yeah, and it's dude, that game Rust, is, yeah. it's a two week server. <laughs> you know, if you spend any time other than the time on the game, you're gonna get fucked, raided, or just completely. you're just gonna get fucked. Yeah, yeah, and I, I was on a server that was 
a lot more vanilla, like, not vanilla, but a lot more uh, builder based because it, it was, you weren't allowed to attack people in certain aspects. You know, it was like it was building you, super easier compared to the regular game. A lot easier. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. And the regular game of Rust, like when you just play on a regular server, it's just fucking hard. It's it's not even fun hard. Oh no! I, yeah. I rage quit. I, I played All for about two and a half hours, and it was just like I will never touch this fucking game again. Yeah, and that's how I was when I first found it. But I found a buddy who it was super try hard with it and super good, and he took me under his wing for a couple <laughs> a couple server rounds, you know. Yeah. And so I actually learned how to play the game. But we also still played on a server that allowed you to build. It was like a builder server, and like they still had a purge at the end of the the two week fucking period of the game, and. You know, that's when everybody would attack each other and shit like that. But it like it, it gave you the ability to build and still play on a on a right. server with other people and stuff like that. So it made the game more fun, in my opinion. You know, I'm not a huge gamer, so that game was already enough. <laughs> yeah, for I'm me, sure. Yeah, you know. Hmm. But I was playing a lot of that game, and it was it was so intensive on my time. Like Tiffany, my girlfriend, was getting fucking. Sick and tired of it. He's like, oh, rust again. You've been playing this game for fucking two days, three days, four days straight <laughs> all day. Oh my god! Long. And I was like, yeah. And at the time, I was still employed as the the bar manager over at Old Chicago here, you know. And I was on medical leave and stuff. And like, right. I'm not employed there now. They uh, the medical leave uh, expired. Expired. Yeah. yeah. So they had to let me go, which. It was a bummer because right, I you know what I mean, but justify yeah. sitting there playing video games all day. Like I mean, hell yeah, I'm on medical leave. Let's go. I'm waiting for what my else are you gonna my do? paycheck. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And then once medical leave went from like leave went from one month to four months to five months almost. I've been on medical leave like close to four or five months. You know, damn. That's and after so right after I got the surgery, the day I had surgery was the day they're like, hey, we gotta let you go. And I was like, has it been that fucking long, damn? Because like I think medical leave in Colorado, the the cap is four months or something like that. Oh, you know? Wow. So yeah. Damn, man. Unless you're, you're unless they work with you or, or some shit. Apparently, the reason they told me that I didn't take the proper leave of absence uh, procedures, which was weird because I had contacted HR a couple weeks before the surgery and sent them the doctor's note. Yeah. Which I thought was procedure. Sounds so, like it. Sounds you know, like procedure. Yeah. You know, they sent them the doctor's note. Let them know the timeline. And I let them know, hey, it's going to be longer than I thought, but here's the timeline. You know, but it's also a company where they do this thing called voluntary employment. No, I'm familiar. Yeah, yeah so I mean, you can quit at any time, but they could fire you at any time. Yep. You know, so which I don't understand that because if you quit at any time, they're not going to rehire you. Yeah, you get punished <laughs> for following. Yeah, their they're going to be like, "Well, you took you, the loophole that we have against you, against us, so we're we're going to say that you left on bad terms." But anyways, have a good day. Yeah. We could fire you at any time, and it's like, I the, the second I read the contract when I took the job of that, I was like, "Wow, that's odd." <laughs> yeah that's a little weird it, it's it's definitely an odd thing uh, it, it really does just feel like that's their way of punishing you though you know right. it, look, look at that would you just take a look fucking ed bassmaster too speaking of youtube from the day man <laughs> ed bassmaster who though yes i actually don't hear i've never heard of that what one. the would you look at that guy oh, oh would mean, you look at that you mean the fucking uh nature yeah, fucking nature. That's yes, pretty neat. dude. He's hilarious. Oh, that's pretty neat. He's so fucking funny, man. Oh, would you look at that? That's pretty neat. Oh, would you look at that? No, <laughs> just look at Bring it. Bring a little firepower. <laughs> <laughs> nature. So, um, thing is, when I was uh, in high school, man, I, I I took this class called horticulture. Okay. 
And if you already had stuff, yeah. yeah, if you already noticed, I'm I'm a bit of a botanist. You know, I grow Just I grow marijuana, and fucking uh, legally, by the way, I have legally. my I have my license for I have my cultivation license for 48 plants in the state of Colorado, and I never go above the county li- limit of 12. Uh, but yeah, I'm legally allowed to carry a pound of weed on me at all times, 100 grams of wax at all times, and 20,000 milligrams of edibles. So if I ever get pulled over, I just have to show them like, hey, here's my piece of paper that says, fuck off. <laughs> That's so beautiful, man. Oh my God, where I come from, like, that is just unheard of. Dude, where I come from too, Boise, like, did you have a, you have a gram of weed? You have weed flakes in your carpet of your oh, that's car. Jail. So fucking misdemeanor, bro. Yep, that's jail. Fucking possession charge all day. It's, it's impressive. It really is, honestly. I, I, I have a friend who got, a possession charge because they found a seed and a stem in the uh, in like his car, in the floorboard, when they searched it. But so I took uh, horticulture in in high school, and my horticulture teacher, rest in peace. He uh, he passed away like a year after I graduated. Super dope dude. And uh, one day in class, he pulls up this video, of the nature. Yeah. Well, that's pretty neat. Nature. How neat is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty neat. <laughs> Without a doubt, coming out into nature is one of the neatest things there is to do. But you also have to be careful. That's why I always try to pack a try to pack a gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, no. <laughs> Is that? It's pretty neat. <laughs> no, see, I don't even think I've seen this. Oh, no, this is hilarious, so man. I watched this in high school. I in class, like my my teacher showed us YouTube videos, and he was like, "You have to see this." It was horticulture. He's like, "This is relevant. It's relevant content." How neat is that? It's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. <laughs> oh, this is fantastic. What a beaut. <laughs> <laughs> What a beaut. What a beaut. <laughs> you would be a great capper to a great day if you see a wild animal. Great capper. Had the opportunity to maybe see an antelope for a fox, you know, or some sort of mountain beast. So what I do sometimes is I'll try to, you know, shake up, shake things up a little bit, get the earth moving, and call out to them, you know? Here we go. <laughs> 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 what am I watching right now? What is this? Bro, what do you think? I thought I thought that literally in high school, I was like, what am I watching? I watched this whole yeah. video in class, and we got, I got a credit for this class. Nothing. Gee, dang it. Gee, dang it. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, my G. That is ridiculous. Oh, wow. Gee, dang it. We had, uh, we had to watch the entirety of that. Like, that was beautiful. I, I, feel like, I feel like a whole new world has just opened up to me. Nietzsche? It's pretty neat. 
Dude. Oh, man. I can't tell you how many inside jokes from people who had horticulture in my high school. Dude, we'd be walking around. That's pretty neat. That's Dude, pretty all neat. day. Anybody who had that glass would just be cracking up there. And nobody would get it. They'd be like... If you didn't have horticulture, yeah. you didn't understand. Like, what the fuck are you guys saying? And dude, yeah. I shit you not. This was the kind of teacher, like, dude, this motherfucker would chew in class. Right. The teacher. Yeah. He had a chaw. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. And dude, I'm from Alabama, yeah. I'm from Idaho, and it's not as normal. Oh, okay. I was, the ca- I was in Capital City. I wasn't in the boonies, dude. Gotcha, so, yeah. So, I mean, having a teacher chew in class... You know, it had to be a pretty cool class. I mean, it's got to be for, a cool teacher. Yeah, because, sure, yeah. yeah, because uh, uh, if you piss off one student, you're going to get ratted on. Right. So you you've got to I mean? be cool no matter what. Yeah, like. No, that's fair. You got to give yourself a reason to have no student fucking piss you off or be pissed off at you. you know right. What I'm saying? Because, like, one pissed off student's going to be like, Mr. fucking Wilmot, choosing class. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I shit you not, like, there was one time, like, he caught somebody chewing in class, <coughs> and they were like, how about your chew? And he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Just take it out. <laughs> you know, dropped it right there. You know, yeah. he didn't say another word about the chew. I, what about the Man. chew you do, bro? And he was like, I don't do that. Just take it out. Okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. he was like caught red-handed, you know, fucking. <laughs> yeah, and, and he was really good about hiding it. Uh, that was great. That was the first time she's actually came in and uh, joined on a show, usually. Uh, she's a little she's a little reluctant to uh, pop in here, so that was nice to have her join for a second. Yeah, that was cool, man. Every time, every time me and you go to the pub now, we're gonna <laughs> just start telling each other, "Well, that's pretty neat." How neat is that? Neater. <laughs> if you're gonna look at us like we're dumb, and they won't be wrong, of course, but well, that's pretty neat. <sighs> chance, 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 chance. All oh, right, man. God. So. Remind me. Okay. You're a musician. You're a chef. Mm-hmm. You're a flooring installer. You're a property owner. Mm-hmm. All of the above. All of the above. What's your favorite? Chef. By far. That's the whole reason that um, I'm getting into it. Like, uh, it's Man, there's nothing quite like it. Like, I grew up eating shit food. You know, Hamburger Helper was gourmet. Mom would make a meatloaf out of tube beef, and I would just be ecstatic. So, uh, yeah, just something about it, man. Giving it to my kid and, you know, my wife something better to eat than what I ever had. Giving it to other people. It's dope. It's a lot of fun. You get to put, uh, put a lot of love on a plate. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like that's one of the best ways to like, express your love for somebody is to cook them a really good dish. It shows that you care enough to put forth that time to specifically think of a dish that that person wants. Yeah. And then go out of your way to make it extraordinarily well. And they just ain't nothing like it. Come on. It's 100% my love language. Yes, 100% my love language. Let me cook for you. You had a job interview today. Where did did? you have an interview at? Great Wolf Lodge. (laughs) And they had you a stage? A little bit, yeah. It it was pretty dope. How'd that go? Uh, It went well. They offered me the job. Uh, It's honestly a really basic job to start with, but it's, it's a foot in the door. And uh, it, it it doesn't it's not bad pay wise. It starts out at eighteen fifty. There you go. Uh, it, it's not terrible, so that's pretty cool. But uh, for the for the most part, the reason that I wanted to go work there is uh, they have they have uh, establishments all over America, and they're about to open one in Paris too. Oh wow! So if I get in there and I get in good and I work my way up to like a a solid sous chef position, 
then I would be able to transfer to basically any place as soon as they needed an executive chef if I needed to. Wow. You see what I mean? That's awesome. So that was kind of like my uh, my forward thinking. It's going to take a while to get there, but yeah, that'd be dope. It'd be cool. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's basically why I, I don't like, I'm not, I'm not passionate about their fucking restaurants or anything. I have no idea where I'm going to be working in there. I got to get in touch with HR to figure that out. But, uh, yeah, that's basically why I'm going there. Just seems like a good place to, uh, you know, restart. Yeah. Just a new, a it. new, a new fresh job, a new fresh beginning, you know, from, Years and years of flooring. You're about the same age I am. You're 29 years old, and then you're actually the same age I am. And 10 years of flooring, man, puts a lot on your body, puts a lot on on your uh, mentality. It's it's a tough job. It's very tough, man. You know, and there's there's tile installers, there's flooring installers, there's carpet installers. All of them are installers, and the installers work their ass off just to get through the day. And you know, there's nothing. There's nothing weirder than the idea of let me kill myself for two more hours to make another buck. Yeah. At the end of the day, you can you can do one job, you can do two jobs, but if you run it and do a third, you're working really fucking hard, but you're making a lot of money. That's very true, man. You know, that's a that's that's it with flooring, especially. I know a lot of people, most jobs, if not all of them, are you get what you put into it. But when it comes to yeah. like the jobs that really prove that, I feel like it's the construction jobs, uh, specifically whenever you're working for yourself. Because, uh, oh, you know, yeah. you're not fucking working. You're not ma- getting paid by the hour. You're not making $20 an hour. You're making $2,000 when this job is done. Like, 100%. I- if it's today, then fuck yeah, man. You just made $200 an hour. But what if it's a week from now and that's 40 man hours you had to put into it? You know, yeah. like, it goes way down. That's some shit that a lot of people don't think about. Yeah. My first business partner and I had a falling out because I'd done construction my my entire life at that point that I was working with him, and he'd never done construction for himself ever, you know. So Christmas time has always been the toughest for me. I never have to. I never buy anybody Christmas presents or nothing, especially mainly when I was a contractor. You know, when I was a contractor. Christmas was the slowest time of year for me. You know, holiday yeah. season, like yes. the second winter time hit, and people had family coming over for Thanksgiving. You know, yeah, it was about October was busy, November yeah. was dead. October, you still had people trying to get that last final wave of uh, pre-family remodeling yep. going. You know, because right. the thing is, once once they're here or once they're about to come. You got to focus on them getting here, and you got to clean the house. You don't mm-hmm. got to remodel the house. So when you remodel the house, it's the month before November because exactly. November is when you clean the house. You know, and they get ready come for over. Thanksgiving, yep. Christmas, and then also all the money on the on the on the savings account, a lot of extra bullshit money goes to paying the bills, getting caught up, looking like you look good for your family. Exactly. And then also exactly, man. putting nice meals on the table for the mm-hmm. family. And this is expensive. This, yeah, and this goes it's for expensive. those this goes for those of you that actually have the 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 luxury of that. Not everybody has that. No. You know, uh, there's some people who <clears throat> struggle to even get the 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 luxury of having a, a Thanksgiving meal, you know, so don't get me wrong out here. This isn't everybody, you know, but there's a lot of people out there like what I say. You know what I mean? Yeah. So today, you, just you liked it. You enjoyed I did. It. The, what, uh, what got you into doing flooring originally in the first place? Like it was something that you just kind of like in Alabama, it was a good job or it's because you have your properties and you needed to learn <laughs> how to do it or is it just... 
I needed a fucking job, man. I uh, was done with high school. I wasn't planning on going to school after that. I hated school. Hated school, man. Right. Loved culinary school. Uh, Paragon, by the hey, way. There Just you saying, go. I got that shit. You know what I'm saying? But uh, loved culinary school, hated high school, did not think I would like college. So instead, I just got a job. Just so happened the uh, guitarist for the band I was in, his dad did flooring and they needed help. So I started working for him and that came to be one of the hardest times of my life. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Was learning how to do it and learning how to do it under him. I love this man. To this day, I have nothing but love and respect for this man. So this is not hate when I'm saying this, just so you know. So y'all know. This is all love. But that motherfucker out there, man, <laughs> let me tell you, I was like 130 pounds soaking wet at the fucking time. And if I was not carrying three 75-pound boxes of hardwood and sprinting, then this motherfucker was smoking his ninth Pall Mall 100 of the hour yelling at me at the top of his lungs to get my ass in the house and get more boxes unloaded. It was fucking nuts, man. And, and this was for years, too. He never let up. I got to where I could go in, tear up a floor, clean it, prep it, lay a floor, put the trim down, finish the trim, clean up, and leave. Yeah. Still wasn't good enough. I mean, at the <laughs> end of the day, there is still... Oh, you fucking... You got an H right here. You fucking... Yes, <laughs> yes, this motherfucker. Your random stagger's not perfect. You suck. <sighs> Like, but I, he was so good at it, man. Yeah. That's oh how I learned, God. dude. My random stagger is beautiful. Beautiful. Yes. Mm. Like, I got there because of the same thing. Like, I had a guy who was very good at flooring, very bad at business. Uh, and so, you know, he definitely ran quite a few companies into shit, but he always was busy. He always had, he always had, especially in Idaho, like, you have a good network, you're always going to be busy. And he was always busy, but, you know, like, he... Had a problem with promising, you know, more than he could deliver. And that's a big problem in the construction industry. And, and so he would just have more bills than he could pay and stuff like that, you know, and he couldn't pay his employees. And that's always, that's always something that happens in the industry. But, like, at the end of the day, like, you, you can't pay my bills with a smile. You know, I don't care how cool you are. I need a paycheck. Right. You know, and, yeah. it, and, and it turned into something where I couldn't get my paychecks. Oh, man. Yeah, so, you know. Well, that was actually kind of commonplace in Alabama, like uh, doing work for small, small-time, like, independent contractors, like uh, the man I was working for. I'm not naming names, obviously, but uh, there were there would be weeks where he would just have to look us in the eye and be like, boys, I can't afford to pay you this week. I have to pay my house payment. Like, I'm broke. <laughs> I've got to do this. That's how it would be, yeah. But he, he would always make it up, though, is the thing. He would, too. He would but make it right. You know, he would go he pawn would, his he shit. He would do it a lot, though. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't just nah, be... he wasn't that bad about it. Yeah, often. there was... Once it happened, like, the 15th, 20th time, it'd be like, bro, like, you can't pay my bills with a smile, man. Like, come on, dog. Like, yeah, that's this ridiculous. Is, this is fucking... You're putting me out. Like, I got, I got shit to pay. I made payment arrangements once, twice. Three times I can't. Like, they're like, hey, dude, you didn't pay. I was like, I promise I have a job. <laughs> yeah, I just can't pay it. What uh, do you say when you have a job and they're not paying you? You know, you're like, <laughs> people just don't believe you at that. But you're like, you have a job? Like, I'm like, yeah, I, I swear, I will get you the money. Like, did you said that last time? I'm like, dude, I get paychecks. What are you going to do, man? Like, it, it, you're, you're trying. <laughs> no, I get it, man. It happens. It, it fucking sucks when it happens, but it happens way more often than, like, it should for sure. 
Flooring's always been my go-to, a very great fallback. Phenomenal go-to if you know somebody who needs contracting. You know, you don't necessarily always have to have a license to make some money to do a little side job here and there, you know. And I, I ran my own LLC in Boise, Idaho. I did very well for myself doing flooring and tile for the longest time. I was able to work up, up like 40 hours a month. Wow. You know, and do fine. It was great. You know, oh, you sell one tile job, you finish it in a week, mm. you're okay. Oh, yeah. Now, dude, tile pays, man. Very well. You know how to set straight mason, bro? Like, it's beautiful. It's straight. It's proper. And it's to code. Mm -hmm. Make a lot of money. See, man, I fucked up. I got into hardwood. I, I should have do done both. tile, man. I See, I know both. how to do both, don't get me wrong, but, like, hardwood's my bread and butter. You know, like, I can go in there and I can lay a hardwood floor that'll fucking blow your See, dick I made out. I'd do a star I made, in the middle. I made hardwood my bread and butter first, and then yeah. I transitioned on I should have moved on to tile, man. And I know it was I funny. Have. I remember, like I said about the, the guy... Uh, that taught me everything I knew about flooring. You know, there was this, he was a flooring guy, and eventually I got into tile. Right. You know, and me and him had our falling out, and I transitioned, I, I got started working for a tile company, and I eventually worked my way up from a tile helper all the way to warranty division manager. Nice. And superintendent. Hell yeah. You know? So I was a superintendent of all of the warranties, and so I would go to, to the customer's homes, and I would fix anything that our, our installers fucked up, and if the installer is fucked up beyond my repair to the point where I couldn't save it, they needed to come back and repair it on their own dollar without, right. without pay, you know? So, like, that was a big job. You know, if I couldn't Man. fix it, you got to pay for it, you know? So, so I better you be did good your at my, best, yeah. I better be good at my job, otherwise yeah. people are going to be upset, you know? So there was a lot mm. of times where I was under a lot of scrutiny or I was under a lot of pressure to, like, to fix it, you know? And then I'd finally have to call, call the shot and say, hey, you know, motherfucker fucked up. They need to come fix it. What else can you do, you man? Know? And sometimes they were subcontractors. Sometimes they were employees of the company, you know. But, you know, the, the warranty division manager saved a lot of money for them. And, and and to get to that, I had to start installing. And then I also had to just be uh, a certain kind of person. You know, yeah. the way I carried myself and the way that I, I was professional with clients. Because also all these warranty jobs were inside of homes that had already been bought. They're 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 occupied yeah, most of the time. Yeah, they had already because yeah. I was doing new construction. And this is yes. for a new construction company. And so by this time, the house had already been moved into and lived in for close to a few months. And, and they and, found the problem. Yep. And then, yes. so they're like, hey, uh, BlackRock, that's who we worked for was BlackRock building, uh, BlackRock uh, uh, Homes is who we worked for. And one of the largest uh, home builders in America. Yeah, right. You know, and right. so we were contracting for them in Idaho. And that's when... I would work with BlackRock, and I would directly hear from my my boss who heard from BlackRock, and they'd be like, hey, you know, the customer wants this, this, and that, you know? And so it was it was a very good job, you know? That really got me a lot of knowledge of how, oh, yeah. you know, because at this point, I had already known how to do hardwood, I had already, right. and I had been learning how to master tile, and, and learning how to master tile was already hard enough as it is, and they were very strict at this company that I worked at that they were like, you don't get to touch certain things until you get to a certain point. Right, right. You know, it's corporate bullshit, yeah. Nah, no, it wasn't corporate. It was a local company, you know. want to be corporate bullshit then, yeah. You can't touch be. it until... No, 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 no. So, so let, me, let, me, no, no, let, me, let me reiterate. Okay. Tile is an art. 
No, it is an art. It's just fucking like, hard, so, man. No, just like with with hardwood, it's also an art, and it's with plumbing, it's also an art. All of these trades have severe standards to whoever's teaching it. Uh, yeah, you know, and it, it also de- well, and it also depends on who's teaching it. Mm-hmm. Whoever the journeyman is to the apprentice, you know, and I had phenomenal journeymen teach me. Right. And they were hardcore. They were like, dude, I don't give a fuck how long you were a contractor for. You're not a contractor on tile. You That's know, I, true. At the point that I was learning tile, I'd already been a fucking contractor for close to eight years. Like I knew, I knew how to, or not a contractor. I had started my own business and did some small side jobs. Right. I had been a uh, carpenter. For eight and, years. Yeah, you know, yeah. so I was very confident in my ability. And I had also done close to 20 grand in fucking personal jobs before, like, probably a couple in in a few months even before i took that job you know i was trying to just find something solid you know like 20 grand to me in a couple months was just like the regular shit you know and i knew my my capacity as a as a builder as a carpenter as a as a flooring installer mainly you know that was my main bread that's the money baby you know at the time was my title right flooring installer you know Flooring installer, and that's a, yeah. that's a title that there is. A flooring installation technician is what I had on mine. Yeah, <laughs> that's the big word, baby. Yeah, that's I know. What it is. You throw a technician on the end, and it sounds fancy. Exactly, you I'm know. And so, with that, I had met this gentleman named Ralph, and I met him on Craigslist, and he he met me, and I was just like, you know, like I'm very confident in my ability and how to how to lay patterns on how to lay level floor and yeah. on how to do what I do, you know, so I'm moldable, I'm teachable, and, you know, I'm uh, trying to make a buck, dude, what are you going to pay me? And I think they offered me something like 17 or 18 an hour just to be a helper, you know. That's not bad. Oh, just no. as, like, a gopher? That ain't bad at oh, all. Oh, yeah, just to learn. Yeah. Just to follow up. No, that's dope, dude. You know, and so what I would do is I would mix mortar, I would run buckets of water, I would help, <laughs> I would cut tile, you know, and I started back at the Learn, beginning. You, you, you learned the hardest parts first with that kind of stuff because realistically, once you get up to where you're actually laying the tile, you've been watching them do it for how long? Long time. You kind of know what's going on already. Yeah, but the, the thing is, when you, once part, you get man. to that point and you think you're cocky enough, you'll lay some tile and then you'll get your ass chewed. Oh, yeah, because they're going to walk across it and hit the shit out no, their toe or something. No, 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 no. It's no. just, even if it's perfect... They're gonna get. They're gonna get your ass chewed. Tile setters. Oh, well. Tile setters. It's it's a. It's like all right. So you're a chef, okay? And the only comparison I can I can make to Mason professionals because I also I worked for a gentleman who had set tile for fifty years. Right. Like fucking literally was sixty five years old. Started when he was nuts. fifteen and did it because he was so goddamn good he could look at a piece of tile and it'd be done. <laughs> like, dude, you have no idea. No, I do. I believe like, it. this. This guy was his name was Randy. We call we called him Randy God. God Randy. Like God like, Randy. And this was just me and my. I, I got a couple of my homies a job working for the same company and a couple other helpers and stuff. And I worked my way all the way up, and they were still worked with the company. So, but. Like we we would talk about Randy, you'd be like fucking Randy, and he man. was a tough guy to be a helper for. He was hell yeah, he was an asshole. But dude, I'll he bet. was he was so smart. He knew his worth, and he just knew that he was probably the best mason the company had ever seen or will see, and just was so fucking good, mm. you know. And I worked under him, you know, and and then so the the guy that uh, 
was his helper was also like 60 to 50 years old. Right. His helper, old dude, two mm. old dudes, right? And so Randy got a new helper, and his helper got promoted to installer after like a couple of years of working under Randy. The motherfucker's 60 I mean, it's years old. Randy. His motherfucker's also 60 years old, too. The yeah. other, his helper, he's like, mother, dude, like, come on, man. Like, let I'm me a, install, man. I'm a grown ass motherfucking dude. Man. I got grandkids. <laughs> like, I'm I, about to have a great grandkid. My kids Come have on. kids, and my my kids' kids are about to have kids. Please, this is bullshit. Yeah. And so they let him install, and so after I worked for for the company for a bit, I started with his helper when he first started. So me and him vibed for a while, and then. Then I worked for God Randy for a while. God Randy. Yeah, and so after working for the God Randy for a while, that's when I got promoted to the warranty division manager, you know, and really learned the the, the tricks yeah. of things, you know. Oh, like, man. Like, you, you, can, you can know how to set tile, but to trick rich people into not having to get a free shower, that's a skill. <laughs> but okay, so uh, I've got this question that I always ask people, right? Uh, it, it tells me a lot about them, and I want your I want your answer too. Okay, right. is that fine? Fair. Um, you, you just murdered forty nine people, oh, right? Wow. You're in prison. You're on death row. They wake you up and say you're gonna fucking die tomorrow. What do you want to eat tonight? What are you baked picking? Potatoes. What kind of baked potato? Like twice baked, oh. salt and butter. So like a basic just baked potato. I, yeah. How many? What to drink? Dr. Pepper. I like her. She's a keeper. That's a good answer. That's a solid answer. And steak, of course. No. <laughs> okay, so the steak is like the side dish. Yeah. She said, I want baked potato with steak. Yeah. I would do okay. elk backstrap. Ooh. Corn on the cob. And Thanksgiving stuffing. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, backstrap is like the filet mignon of a of an elk. Yeah, it is. It's so good. It's so fucking good, man. And like filet a, mignon of a beef steak just just like nothing. No, uh, there's something about like a that wild gaminess, especially because my favorite thing to serve with it is a glace, like a sauce is a glace. Right. It's a uh, made with like berries and alcohol mm. and a bunch of sugar and mm. shit, but it's kind of got like some herb and spice to it too. Yo, let me fucking tell you, bro. Let me fucking tell you. Goddamn elk backstrap, man. Oh. I've, oh. On, I've only had the luxury of enjoying mm. it, I think, one time in my life. Mm. And I was allowed to cook it, too. Oh, man. You That's know? an honor. It was an, an honor. honor. It was an honor. And I, I, and I absolutely honored it. <laughs> I'm I did. sure you I did. I did. I did. At this point, and, and the, the gentleman that allowed me to cook it, his name was Joshua Grad very good friend of mine he said hey like i think this was like the first time i had met him too but he he like i spoke with a conviction on how well i could cook you know and he was al- he's also a very avid cook himself you know right. but he was all he was hosting uh, quite a few people at his house that night so him saying like i'm gonna let you cook this you know it was also to me trade-off he's like you put in the effort i know you will you know what this is right you put in the effort, you get to eat it. <laughs> yeah, you dude, know what I mean? Perfect. You kidding me? Oh my god. I gotta cook how many plates to get one of these plates? Oh, Bring it on, man. man. And I did because it was, it was um I think there was like seven or eight people. It was a oh. party, you know, but like seven or eight people, and it was a whole backstrap too. And it was just, it was, somebody had given it to him as a gift. 
Oh, Jesus my Christ, friend. That was actually one of the best burps I've heard you do. I've been trying to keep them quiet, but, like, that one just kind of... I, I, I couldn't keep it in, man. I couldn't keep edging, you know what I'm saying? I had to let it out. That one was... Not good. Stop. A good burp, in my opinion, because it wasn't into the mic and then also had a deep... Like a resonance to yeah, it. Yeah. You know, there was... <laughs> There was a sense of presence to that burp. Like I, a lion letting his bitches know he's coming. It definitely wanted to be felt. <laughs> I, I, I could tell. God, that was a great reenactment, man. Holy shit. I didn't know you could do that. Hold on, do it again. <laughs> I don't think I can. That was too perfect. You can't reenact something. You can't, it, uh, you can't recreate perfection. Perfection okay? is created, not just gifted. You, you, you better stop. Created, not just gifted. <laughs> not just gifted, baby. All right. Why did you move to Colorado Springs? What brought, well, you, here? What brought you here? Realistically, uh, we, me and my wife just wanted to get the fuck out of Alabama. We got a kid, man. Alabama's number 50 in the nation with uh, education. And if they're not, then they're fighting with either Louisiana or Mississippi. So... Nothing to really brag about either way. Uh, like, what's the difference in number forty-eight and number fifty? Really? Wow. Yeah, exactly. So, which is um, crazy. Idaho is pretty high up there. They're not terrible at all. No shit. Idaho's got great school. Yeah. Well, no, dude, not, Fantastic. not Alabama. Like, bro, I, I had my, I went to two years of heavy duty diesel in high school. Wow. Yeah, like they offered a off-campus education system where they had a welding class. A uh, zoology class, a uh, heavy duty diesel collision repair, uh, major trade. They even had a they even That's had a construction nuts. contracting class where you would actually learn how to what? go to a job site with a contractor, and they would teach you how to do construction. Dude, no shit. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, dead ass, dude. So, and I got my automotive. Wow. My automotive one and my automotive two, and if I got a grade above a B. I got college credit for it. Nice, man. No, like we had a... And might get this. So my automotive tech teacher, he told me, he said, this is nicer than where I went to college, guys. Yeah. That's what he said. He's like, dude, wow. this facility where you guys go for a high school classes is nicer than where I got my college tech degree for mechanics. That is nuts, man. Now I'm a teacher wow. here. <laughs> that's what he said. He's like, now I teach here because this is tight. <laughs> that's pretty tight, dude. No, that's a that's, great teacher, dude. All the teachers badass. at that facility were fucking cool, dude. No, the man. collision repair. I, I took collision repair one, automotive uh, heavy duty diesel one, and then uh, automotive heavy duty diesel two. Right. Yeah. All in high school. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Fucking God, super man. cool, dude. No, see that we uh we didn't have much like that. We had uh there was one thing we had and oops, excuse me. For the life of, <laughs> I'm saying excuse me to a fucking microphone. <laughs> Jesus Christ, y'all. Um, I don't remember what it was called. Uh, whatever, whatever. But like, you were allowed. Uh, you could uh, vol- you could sign up to where the last two periods of your school day were credited if you had a job. What? As soon as you turned, that was a what? thing. What? Yes, because that's of, so cool. Because of the low income nature of the area. That like I was raised in that was offered by the best high school in the area. Sorry, is that too bad? But uh, that that was a thing. Like the last uh, the sixth and seventh, and then later the seventh and eighth periods of the day 
would be credited to you as an A as long as you showed up to work. Holy fuck, that's amazing. Dude, adding to that, I had a buddy in high school whose mom was completely out of the picture. And right. so they had a place to live, but mom was never there, right? And didn't pay for anything, didn't do anything. But yeah. So he had two jobs, or not two jobs, but worked full time, right? Had a 40 hour a week job. Like he was working at fucking Wendy's, though. Like, you know, like just mm. trying to make his bank whatever he could do. He was in high school, you know, 40 hours a week, had straight A's. Had a three point like six GPA overall. Oh, wow, yeah, that's good. That's he got good, kicked out of high good. school because he had one too many absences. He was thirteen, and he got he would get kicked out. They, they so in my in my <sighs> year of going to high school, uh, in graduating in twenty thirteen uh, in Idaho, uh, they implemented a, a shitload of new new regulations, and right. they they turned the class of twenty thirteen into a. Uh, Example class, yeah. They're like, hey, these are the new rules, and we're not gonna fuck around, right? Twenty percent of my class did not graduate on stage. What the fuck, dude? Thirteen hundred kids or something like that was my total class size. Holy shit! What the fuck, dude? I'm not, no, my graduated class was like one hundred and twelve. No, thirteen. So thirteen. Oh my god! I think something like thirteen hundred overall in the in the in the school, maybe like two thousand overall, like in the three grades. Nah. 1,000 sounds about right for the whole school at the most, like 800 kids. Yeah. Right? Okay. So my graduating class was something like four or 500 kids. I, I forget. I went to L.A. I went to Burbank High School. My graduating class you was went Burbank to High School. I went to Burbank High School, and I fucking had a graduating class of about 1,300 kids, like, back then. You know? Okay. So I forget. That's that's what sounds right to me, but in, yeah. in, in capital, I think I remember it being something closer to, like, 800 total. Right. Do you know, like, yeah, yeah, that sounds more accurate. 1300 kids, the whole, the whole three grades, you know, yeah, now that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. that's a lot yeah. for a graduating class, though. But in, a, in Burbank, yeah, no, no problem all day. <laughs> Burbank, wow. yeah, huge school, huge that's school. Crazy. Burbank High School is huge, dude, fucking huge. Nuts. Took the whole entire football uh it wasn't a giant football field because of the, their football field there wasn't big enough to host the senior games they had to have right. their senior games at the bigger stadium but their junior varsity and their freshman games and their soccer games were still big enough to have it on their turf field but that that whole stands that they have at Burbank high school fills the entire fucking graduating class every year oh wow oh it's huge so it's about 1300 that's a lot of kids dude it's Damn. a ton. It's a huge school. Huge school. I remember there was a riot when I was in fr- my freshman year of high school. A, a whole ass riot. <sighs> um, don't you? So, I, like I was kind of telling you earlier, man. So, I used to really fuck with OBS Studio. and Yeah, yeah. And it's a really good program for those of you that do streaming and are big into their gaming and, and need that sort of ability to live edit and to see what they're doing while they're doing it but you know i don't stream right you know this isn't a this is a live stream show and it never really needs to be because the quality of what i need to put out really should be combed through or the the quality of video that i need to be putting out has to be Properly looked through and edited. Yeah, it, see, uh, I feel like this, this would only really work live stream wise if it was more scripted. And, and I'm not saying like full on. Here's your line. Here's what you say. And I, I mean, I mean even more than what 
you know, exists. Like just the minor talking points that are yes randomly and brought no. up. Because like the thing is, when you have this kind of setup and how uh, as open of a platform that I have, right? If you do run a phone that just does a live on the Instagram or something like that, and not like a live stream on Twitch, yeah. Even if you did, it doesn't do bad. Really? Yeah, I used to live stream. Shit, throw it on TikTok right now. Let's go. I used to, though. I used to throw the the recording on a live stream and add that aspect to it and whatnot. It's one more thing to deal with. Right. Also, there's been times of recording and and hosting this show where I had an apartment downtown Boise, you know, and I couldn't even pay my internet. So Mm. I still had to figure out how to record the show without internet, and I was doing a live stream on every episode, so there'd be times where I didn't have internet, and I was like, fuck. Because you don't need internet to record on OBS. you know. So I was still using, yeah, yeah, I was still using internet. Like, I had, it was crazy. I was was recording these shows and trying to figure out, like, I had a couple, like, backlogged, and I couldn't really get get them uploaded. And there was one day, this is back right when Tiffany and I first started dating. Right. Uh, she was like, "I'm oh, your neighbor has a guest Wi-Fi. And I was like, the fuck did you just say? My neighbor has a what? My neighbor has a huh? It's mine. <laughs> I got internet, babe. No, Hell like, yeah. and I had been trying, like, That's, I hadn't had internet. I, uh, the only internet I could get was on my, my hotspot for my phone. And at the time, the place I was living at was at the bottom of a valley, you know, so, and the bottom of a valley covered in trees. So, you know, you really couldn't. Oh, wow. And I was in the bottom floor. Like, there was no service in my in my unit whatsoever, dude. Like, it was, there was no way in hell. Right. And, but one day, Tiff's like, yeah, you're, you're, I've been on Wi-Fi. Like, every time I'm here, I'm like, you said that the, there's Wi-Fi? And my neighbor's dead ass had a free guest Wi-Fi, my next door neighbor. And I was like. Nice. Why the fuck would you do that? And I used that as my main internet. It had. Hmm. It was fast. It had no security. It was a guest account. I could just use it. I was like, why would you do this? I I don't have to pay for internet. I mean, yeah, thank you, but what the fuck? Why are I you was, doing this? I was not going to say anything to them about it, but at the same time, I was thankful. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> are you kidding me? Free, like, fast Wi-Fi? Which is the thing, like, I can it's see. freaking me out, man. Like, if I had Wi-Fi here and I had a guest account, yeah. You know, like, I have a guest account because I don't want to give you my main Wi-Fi. I, I would still have a password on it. Uh, fuck yes, man. <laughs> Even my it, guest account would have a, a password. I mean, it's coming from the same router. They can still get to you, man. I'm so sorry. I didn't even notice, man. Oh, you're good. I've been getting That's why we have that camera. That camera's got yeah, yeah. the two screen. I, d- I just been, man, you know what I'm just <laughs> ugh, I'm having such a good time. Perfect. It's been so fucking long since I've sat down and just had a conversation like this. 100% the the most important thing about what I do here is that ability to give my friends and and family and whoever the fuck wants to come on here the ability to just sit down and chit chat and talk to me you know like you don't man that's been priceless appreciate it, it really and has. it's it's, it's it, that goes both ways that's priceless on both ends you know I what i'm saying that. like it's a really like, on top of being a very enjoyable experience, it feels like I'm being handled by someone who knows what the fuck is going on. And that's good for me, man. Because I need to be handled. I don't know what's going on. Just a bit. Nowhere near as good as the Sony one that I am. And this Sony one is the base model. Like, I talked about in my last podcast, like, the 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 growth. Let me get more of those. 
I literally just got my last one. You ho. I know, man. They're growing. So I'll spit uh, it over to you. I'll spit it over to Not you. sponsored. Just, I love the bar. This I is have, where I met this I man. I have such a, a long relationship with this bar. I've lived across the street from it now for uh, finishing up my second year entirely now. So I think uh, November, we moved in last year, November 5th. So in five days will be my... Uh, Third year coming on. You know, Jeez, so two man. full years of living across the street from this bar and going there daily. And so Albert's owned it now for about a year. And I was going to it before the last over, owner. Yeah. And, you know, and, uh, it was decent. They had a certain uh, vibe there. And now they have a different vibe. And I love it. Yes. It's love hate, but they take care of me and I take care of them. And it's a good bar and it's good people. And, you know, it's. Uh, crazy to me because you know the the young blood podcast used to be a uh solely for the service industry yeah right? solely the service industry podcast you know so i would bring on bartenders bar managers bar owners and all kinds of interesting cats and characters around the community and and that were involved in what what we do out here and how we were getting through covid and whatnot that yeah, was a lot of how dude. it started and and Oof. especially with the like the regulations and and living in uh, an area like Idaho because Idaho wasn't shut down whatsoever, dude. No like, kidding. No, dude. We we, wow. we stayed open through COVID. We barred. We we had open bars. We had open clubs. You know, like whoa. Yeah, sure. You could wear a mask, but we weren't gonna get mad at you if you took it off because you were. Wow. You could, okay. Yeah, it was. It was That's interesting. Nuts, Idaho man. was nuts. Yeah, like it was still good to bartend in Idaho during the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, I worked like at a bar that we didn't have to wear a mask and stuff like that. Like it was just it was. We were like, you know what? If we're gonna get shut down, we're gonna follow the regulations to a T. But they're Idaho regulations. Mm-hmm. They're very laid back. They like there were certain times that they couldn't get away with doing that, but like yeah. there was a lot of times where people in states and and. Uh, much heavier regulated areas were just completely shut down, and Idaho was still was still bumping. Wow, still bumping. Who'd have thought Idaho of all places was going to be the one to buck the system? You know what I'm saying? A Republican as fuck. Fucking Idaho, the northwestern though. Texas, dude. Whoa, really? Is that what it's known they as? They have their own Waco, Ruby Ridge, Idaho. Duh, <laughs> duh. I forgot Ruby Ridge was in Idaho. Yeah, everybody Jesus, does. Man. Why do you think they're cousins? Idaho and Texas. They got Ruby Ridge. They got Waco. You know, it's oh, crazy, no, that makes though. sense, man. That's n- whoa. I didn't. Okay. Waco is definitely a Hold little on. bigger of a scale, but shit. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Is Alaska technically part of the Midwest? And I have a reason why. No, it's part of the Northwest. The mountains. Idaho is not part of the Midwest. It's the Northwest. I, but I think they should be on right there. Day. It's a Pacific Northwest dickhead. God Midwest. Damn it. Yeah, Pacific Northwest. I hate that I know how to read, man. Pacific Northwest. <laughs> Specifically Northwest. Yeah, I hear you. Specifically. <laughs> it's in the Pacific. No, man. Alaska's got all the hunting, all the fishing, all the fucking mountains and the trees, and a bunch of guns, and a bunch of fucking rednecks, and like mountain people. I think it should be honorary Midwest, personally. I do. From what I've seen, I, I think it should be honorary Midwest. Obviously not physically in the Midwest because you know it's way the fuck up there on a map anyway. But I think it's just called the Northwest, dude. I don't know, man. Yeah, 
I think Northwest. We need to I think we need to accept them. No, Northwest. <laughs> it's called the Pacific Northwest. Like, so you know what? Washington- is Alaska part of the Pacific Northwest Dickhead. or is it its own thing? You know, Washington, you know what Washington is? Yeah, I do. But like Pacific Northwest. You know why? Because on the because west, it's in, on, it's on the Pacific, Pacific coast. Ocean. I just kind of always like imagine Alaska? Alaska was its no, own. What's thing. Alaska? It's on the Pacific Ocean and in the Northwest. Then why the fuck is this a question? I'm just wondering about it, man. Because like, no, like no, I, you're trying to call it an honorary Midwest when it's it, it was no, uh, that was a thing. Yes, hold on, that's a thing. I think it should be, <laughs> but like realistically, I never really think about Alaska as part of the Pacific Northwest. It stops with Washington. Because I don't think you think it's anything as a part of the Pacific Northwest because you're from Alabama, Washington. Yeah. Oregon. You you didn't even know what the Pacific Northwest California. You know what the Northwest was. I know what the Pacific Northwest is. I know what the Atlantic Northeast is. Then why the fuck did you just call Alaska an honorary Midwest? It should be an honorary member because I know it's Northwest, but it should be inducted in. It should be allowed in. I think it should just be considered Alaska. Kind of like it's Texas is Texas? Because when you're from Texas, you don't say I'm from the South. You say I'm from Texas. Alabama, it's like I'm from the South. Mississippi, I'm from the South. Yeah, but also when you're from California, you don't say I'm from the West. I say from I'm from I'm California. From Cali. Yeah, well, typically and... they'll tell you where they're from in California that I've noticed. You know, like I'm as from if Los somebody Angeles. actually gives a fuck. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like I'm oh, from I'm San from San Francisco. Francisco. Oh, you're from the That's same crazy. shit state that everybody else has came from. Nah, cool. I'm man. I can keep it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm uh, and I'm from it. California, and I still I'm have so that sorry, same bro. that same hardcore mentality where I'm just like I got bullied for being from California, and I got it I got it beaten out of me real quick. That really? California is not cool. Oh yeah, dude. Damn. Idaho corn fed motherfuckers do not hold back. Hmm. I got, my nickname in high school football was Cali Swag, and it wasn't because I had swag. I kind of hate that for you, man. Oh, yeah. Like, Cali swag. And I was like, dude, these guys hate California. Whoa. <laughs> what did California do to them? Oh, no. no I, I knew what it. It. I knew me. exactly I what I did when I, I went to fucking night. I, I showed just... up. Dude, the first, like, three days of school, I wore a shirt that said, cool story, babe. Make me a sandwich. And that's when I knew that I was going to get bullied. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know the fucked up thing? There's a mug shot of me online at 18 years old wearing that exact shirt. I feel better. It was black with pink letters, yep. and it was like way open sided. That one specifically. Mine was, was a tank top. It wasn't open sided. Was Mine was open sided, like all the way down. I was actually to ice that cake just like a hair. <laughs> I was the first dude in ever at my high school to ever wear a tank top. Really? What the fuck? wasn't It wasn't cool. Wasn't a thing. I, and I, and not only was I was like one of the first guys, if not only the first to ever yeah. wear one. It said that. <laughs> that's so fucking perfect. I didn't even, th- dude. That's so good. I could just imagine old Bocephus and fucking Jedediah getting pissed off because you wearing that shit. That is hilarious. I also, like, so in L.A., <laughs> y- you have people who wear high socks. Yeah. You know, you have the vatos who wear the, ha- the tall white socks. Uh, you have the, the bros who wear the tall black socks, either Vans or Nike or some shit like that. You yeah. Know? And that's not a thing in Idaho at the time that I moved, like, wearing tall socks. Because there's not fucking cholos. Well, no, it's you know, know, and yeah, and so I feel like 
the bro version of a cholo is the black Nike sock. You know, like it's like no, that's I'm fair. a white dude, so I don't need to wear the tall white fucking Chicano the cholo socks. Socks, yeah. awful, You know, like you don't you need that. Up your top butt, nothing else. Yeah, yeah. but. You still wore tall socks, and I, and, and I didn't think that was a California thing at all. I was like, "No, nah, it's not a California thing." Is it? And at the time, this is ten years ago, dude. Was this it? This is ten years ago, and so I, I, I had a, a a chick come up to me in class. And was like, "What's with your socks?" And I'm like, "What?" Dude, yeah, like literally, I came from a school where my, one of my friends made a, a YouTube video about like a bro. Where it was making fun of the white dudes in, in Burbank, California, who drive fucking Baja trucks and dress right. like bros and wear vans and drink monsters. It was funny. This was like 2009, dude. <sighs> yeah, it was a YouTube video one of my Gotta sister's friends old. made. That was a thing that was like the white bro, the bros, course, yeah. you know? And I like kind of adopted that as like, oh, I'm, a, I'm white and I'm a bro, yeah. you know? So I like took that style. And like when I moved from. <laughs> Uh, That's good. Uh, Burbank, California to Boise, Idaho in 2010. I had that style. I had that bro-esque, you know. And wow. The only yeah. thing. <laughs> 10th yeah. grade was that for you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. dude. And it was crazy. I, m- I remember when I was in 10th grade. See, I, I, went, I went the scene, emo, screamo route myself. Heavy metal. I did that in junior high. Oh, okay. So you just you're, you're I just, outgrew it in in high school, but in backwards. Yeah, but in California, they had sixth, seventh, eighth grade was jun was junior high, and ninth, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth was high was, school. Yeah, that's how it was in Albertville. Idaho was was seven, eight, ninth was junior high. Ten, eleven, twelve is high. Only only three grades were in high school. So I moved huh. right after my freshman year and started my sophomore year in high school, right? Right. Or in, in Idaho. So I had already spent a year of high school, played high school football. Right. Got fucking promoted to junior varsity, this, hmm. that, and another. Went, went to Idaho and experienced... Jesus Christ. And went to Idaho and was a sophomore, right? And so people in Idaho treat sophomores like people in California treat freshmen. Hmm. Because they're first year high school. Yeah, that, no, that makes sense, but it's odd. I man. was so fucking like, shook because I already spent a whole last year in high school. And then I got treated by the upperclassmen like a freshman. I was like, twice. this is horseshit. Yeah, you yeah, did it twice. Yeah, dude. That's bullshit, It was man. stupid as hell in my wow. opinion. Because I was like, damn, like I already played a whole year of fucking sports. Like yeah. I had been promoted to JV. Like I fucking really enjoyed... High school, like you had already been through this once. Yeah, you know, man. like a day late and a dollar short for all y'all. And I could notice too because these mm-hmm. kids from fucking junior high that came up, the first thing you learn in high school is how to walk through the hallway. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's what the upperclassmen would all talk shit on. It's like, Jesus Christ, good fucking sophomore. Get out of the way, fucking sophie. Right. Or it, whatever, it, yeah. Yeah, especially the sports people. You know what I mean? Like, if you're a lower class in sports pe- person and an upper yeah. class in sports person sees you being an idiot, they're going to call you out. They're going to call you a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah and exactly. so I had literally already gone through Freshman Friday where in my school the seniors would throw freshmen in trash cans. Like, that was still a thing back then, you know, and 
Literally, and like the school wouldn't suspend they you for it and shit. No, they would. That's crazy. It was a huge school. Like they would. Wow. Football players would grab freshman football players because there was, dude. You're 18 years fucking old in high school, and you're and you you're playing sports with kids that are fucking literally like 14. Yeah, years old. you That's know. Crazy, so they're man. like your younger sibling. They're really your young. And you're sibling. fucking them up. Oh, man. dude, I I went through hell week. I dude, I literally went mm. through high school hell week as a freshman and went back to my first year of high school. Damn. It was the craziest thing in my eyes. I was like, this is horse shit. That sounds awful, man. It was stupid. I'm sitting there getting yelled at for not knowing how to walk through the hallways because the jackass in front of me doesn't know how to walk in the hallway. I'm like, dude, I've figured out. Tell him. (laughs) Like, literally, dude. And and the craziest thing about the whole... The craziest aspect of the whole thing... I was told by my friends in California right before I was about to move. I was like, oh, I'm moving to Idaho. And they're like, dude, you're going to be so cool. Shit, you know. Dude, that's the worst part about it. Dude, these fucking Californian douchebag motherfuckers. The- Literally, every one of my friends, bro, like, they were like, oh, you're moving to Idaho? Oh, this you're going to be kill us. Yeah. You're from California. Dude, 100%. So every awesome. every single one of my friends were like, dude, you're going to get so many bitches. They think you're, <laughs> they're going to think you're so cool. Like, bro, like, get ready to get so much oh, fucking no. booty tang. No. 100%. I cannot tell you how many times that was said to me when I told homies. I was like, hey, man, I'm moving out of state to, you know, fucking Idaho. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm going to miss y'all. Like, fucking this, that, and another, blah, 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 blah. They're like, dude, you're going to be, dude, enjoy... <sighs> Fucking just getting fucked, dude. Like, <laughs> well, look, that was the worst part about it. Like, I, so I came in with such a chip on my shoulder, like thinking that I was gonna be cool, thinking that people like people from California, right? Because that's know? what you were told by everybody. Yeah, and I get a nickname, Cali Swag, and that was when Cali Swag was swag. like not a cool name, you know, Swag. I'm like, yeah, that was the post Soldier Boy days. It was know? right like, after Soldier Boy was cool, like the year after, yeah. it was like Swag. Swag, and, and like it was when bed. swag was kind of cool. Like swag on. was cool, and then like swag died. Like the second that swag died, they're like Kelly swag. And like, oh god, they they held that in their back pocket. They're oh, like yeah. hold. hold. And like to be fair, I wore my Dude, my uh, Burbank High School Letterman jacket to my to my fucking football camp. So I had it coming. Like, yeah, that's a little. I thought I was cool. I was like, yeah, here's my letterman. I was like, and also, the motherfucker was a warm ass leather jacket, and yeah. I had never experienced what the Idaho cold was like. So I genuinely just, it was my nicest jacket at the yeah. time. You know, and like, I couldn't. What are you gonna do? Freeze? I I couldn't nah. I couldn't say that because I didn't know how to just genuinely be like, bro, this is dead ass my warmest coat. Yeah. If I would have said that when people got on me, like, yeah, I know I'm wearing my other high school's Letterman. This is my nicest jacket <laughs> because I didn't know how cold this fucking corn-fed ass place got. And I am <laughs> fucking freezing. And I'm so... freezing my dick off. This is leather and it costs a lot of money. I'm uh, going to wear it. That's and... fucking real leather, man. That shit's expensive. Yeah. Come it was, on. It's leather and fucking, like... The suede fleece, or whatever. Yeah, fleece or... Whatever it's made out of, man. Yeah. I didn't letter. I didn't play team sports. Do I seem like a team sports guy? And also, the Letterman jackets in Idaho were dog shit. So, like, it was kind of like my flex at the time. I was like, damn, like, low-key. Y'all got North Faces that are embroidered? What the fuck? Like, no, <laughs> like, they had nice coats. Like, I never seen what, like, a North... I never... I didn't even know what North Face was until I moved to Idaho. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, did, man. But at the same time, like, their Capitol High School's Letterman jackets were, like, something like, I think the, the most you can spend on one of them was, like, even tricking it out and get the max package was, like, 300 bucks. I got the base one, the most cheapest one yeah. you could buy, and it was $550. Jesus Christ. Through Jostens, yeah. Fucking the, the, the fucking the class ring company through Jostens. Because, like, Capital didn't go through Jostens for anything other than the class rings. But, like, fucking, they went through Jostens for their, their jackets. And Jostens is Because like, also, bro, Blake Lively went to my high school. Fucking, like, uh, Derek Jeter. Blake Lively? The yeah. actress? My brother dated her dickhead. Actor, I get. Yep. Shut the fuck up. Yep. Say it again. My brother uh, went to prom with Blake Lively in 2000, and I was in eighth. Or I was in. So he graduated in 2003. Uh, so in 2003, my brother dated Blake Lively. No, no. Yeah. What the fuck? That's mm-hmm. crazy, dude. That's one of my celebrity crushes. That's nuts. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Swear to God, I, I went to uh, talk so about name dropping. <laughs> In a good um, way, in my mind. I mean, I've talked about it before, but it's also something that, like, I've tried to get traction on it, and I've tried to get viral on it, and sometimes, like, the the shorts that I do pop off. They do. Especially because I have I have proof. Prove it. Okay. Not, not right here, but put it right here. <laughs> no, I have proof. Who the fuck is Okay, so we're talking about Blake fucking Lively married to goddamn Ryan Reynolds, right. though. Yeah. Dude. Right. Thank you? Is this a question? They're down here. Where? In the I didn't know. <laughs> let me just, let me interject yeah, real quick. Please order a pizza or something. I'm so hungry. I have to say, it is not fucking fair, right? You guys are fucking hot. <laughs> all right? You guys are both cool as fuck. What is going on, man? I feel like I'm in like a sitcom almost or something. I feel like there's cameras everywhere other than these three. <laughs> and I'm being like fucking punked or something. And she offers me one to yes. Get your ass on before I fall in love with both of y'all at the same time. Uh... <laughs> This is this is crazy. This is crazy, man. Couples like this don't exist. We can't order Little Caesars because it's Sunday. Uh, babe. Babe. After you, oh, she's coming back. Getting your beer. Think here. Um, <laughs> this is nuts, man. It's a good time, man. I'm not even joking is the thing either. Like, it's a good time, my brother. It's perfect. 10 o'clock, man. How it's a happen? time warp. It's a time warp. That it's happens. a fucking time warp. So, uh, like we were talking about Burbank, California, and moving from Idaho, all that fun stuff. Uh, something really crazy that happened to me growing up is uh, a lot of encounters with Blake Lively. My brother dated her. My my sister was her cheer captain in high school. What? Yeah, yeah, dude. dude. What the fuck? Yeah, and so when she did the movie Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, uh, my oh. sister fucking loaned her her bike for her to get in shape because like that was one of her first movies. And everybody in California is a fucking actor, so it's like we're all trying to get get by. We don't know what movie's gonna be big and what's right. next. So when somebody's just trying to get in shape for a movie, that's what you do. Yeah, you know, makes sense. 
Uh, so my brother dated uh, Blake Lively her sophomore year, his senior year, and while they were dating for about a year, uh, supposedly, this is what my brother told me, he took her virginity. Um, Drama. Oh, my goodness. Um, and they dated not... Uh, I don't even know how long it was for, but I know my brother was a senior, she was a sophomore, and they went to a, one of the dances together. But while they were dating... Uh, Blake uh, took me to ice cream a couple times, and and uh, hmm. at one time at least I can remember, uh, I was very young, uh, and so my brother and her broke up when the school year ended and yearbooks were out. Right. Okay. And so my brother has his yearbook, which is the same year as this one, 2013, that has a two-page signature from Blake Lively in it, and has she, for some reason she signed a page and a half letter to my brother and then also wrote her signature with half the page. Blake. Oh, of course she did. Lively. lively. Huge. Half the page was her signature. Right? And so at the time, my brother also got her yearbook. Okay. To sign. Okay. And then they broke up. I still have that yearbook. Blake Lively's yearbook. It's right here. No shit, dude. That is so cool, man. Check it out. So, imagine, imagine, man. That's that's the wife of Ron Reynolds. If people aren't familiar, late. Yep, this was her our sophomore high school yearbook. That is crazy. So something that I can show that gives a little bit of proof to this. Um, scroll all the way to the back page on the last end here. Okay. See that right there. Read that. Jennifer Young loves Jonathan. What's my last name? Is so like I said, my brother was the one that we're talking about here, and was uh he dated Blake. So so here, how about this? Read 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 one of those for me out loud. No, oh, okay. Uh, Blake, why are you such a lame ass? <laughs> why is it that when I think of you, I think of sour milk and moldy bread? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> You smell like relish gone bad and STD infected tampons. I love you. <laughs> I've never read it's that one, Jack. bro. I've dead ass never read that one. That is hilarious. <laughs> hey, Jack, whoever you are from, uh, uh, where was this? Burberry High School. Burberry High School, class of 2003. Jack, if you're listening. All right. And we're back. Sorry about that. We're struggling to find the fucking the page here. All right, ladies and gentlemen. That is your friendly neighborhood, Lake Lively. And then here, I'll show it right there. Lake Lively. All right. And just to add a little bit more context, again, the front of the fucking book here, 2003, okay? That's a good one. All right, here. Why don't you take a look at that, my friend? Uh, that's a penis. <laughs> <laughs> but directly above an anus, actually. Directly above an anus? That's... Yes. Okay. Lots of people dropping their phone number in Blake's uh, yearbook here, too. Those are all old now. Yeah, do they need to be blurred? Should we call one of these numbers? No. Dude, I'm going to call one. <laughs> I'm calling one. I swear to God. 
Let's call Amanda. Or should we call Oscar? Dude, that's from like... I know, 20 years ago. Let's call it. Let's call that's Oscar. That's literally 20 years old. Yeah. That number is 20 years old. 818. Let's do it. I'm doing All it. All right. This is going to be hilarious. I'm not going to... Ask it for Oscar? Yeah. What if it really is Oscar? I'm going to be like, hey, man, we have Blake Lively's yearbook, and you're on Youngblood's podcast right now. All right. That's exactly what I'm going to say. It's Hold not going to be Oscar. I'm going to ask There's no that. way. There's no way. I'm oh, sorry. You have reached a number that has been disconnected. Oscar. Oscar. Well, bro. <laughs> Class of 03, if you're there, Oscar. Hope you're doing well. Look right here. Ugh. Oh, man. This is great. This is like a piece of history, for real. It's a cool piece of history. Like a, now, I'm not even going to lie and be like, I'm a huge Blake Lively fan. I'm not, but... But it's fun. It's cool, man. I love Ryan Reynolds. He's fantastic. He's, <laughs> he's on my hit list, and I don't mean I want to kill him. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to just like flip a few pages through here. I'm going to let you hold that and then actually go back your way with it. Until that bad boy dies. And then once that thing dies, we're going to call it a day. Sure. And again, guys, these are pages through Blake Lively's actual yearbook. And a penis pump. Top left. Let's see. We'll start back at the back. Be real careful with this thing. It's pretty old now. Stacy. He's blinking. Alright. Let's see. Oh! There was a good page there. Oh, wow. And I think that's about it. Y'all. That's very cool. That is very cool. You the fucking man. That and was obviously hilarious. you're black. That was probably the best one I could have had you Th read. That was so good. That was way better than I was expecting. Wow. <laughs> right. So what we're gonna do now, okay, is I want you to take the camera and hold it just like I am. So flip it around, just how I was. This, your book has been shown to a lot of people. It's a novelty in this house. All right. So you, I want it to be framed. You see that? Yeah. Cool. Perfect. All right. The next thing we're going to do here, seniors, we're going to show you my brother. So like I said, that's a big that's a big class of high school kids right there. That's one graduating class. That's not the whole school. Jeez. Man. And that's in 2003. That's a single graduating class? Yeah. That is so That's in 2003, people. dude. Wow. All right, it's just the seniors. That's, yeah, just the seniors. All right, that's my brother right there.
So that's my brother. Sean Young. Dated Blake Lively for a short period of time while she was a sophomore and he was a senior, okay? I don't know how long exactly it was. And she's in this, correct? Oh, yeah, we're going there next. Okay, so he was a senior. Turn this around? Nope. Keep it just like that, my brother. What if it really is Oscar? I'm going to be like, hey, man, we have Blake Lively's yearbook, and you're on Youngblood's podcast right now. All right. That's exactly what I'm going to say. It's Hold not going to be Oscar. I'm going to ask There's no him. way. There's no way. We're sorry. You have reached a number that has been disconnected. Oscar. I hope Oscar. you're doing well, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Class 03, if you're there, Oscar. Hope you're doing well. Look right here. Ugh. Oh man, this is great. This is like a piece of history for real. It's a cool piece of history. Like a, now, I'm not even gonna lie and be like I'm a huge Blake Lively fan. I'm not, but but it's fun. It's cool, man. I love Ryan Reynolds. He's fantastic. He's <laughs> he's on my hit list, and I don't mean I want to kill him. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna just like flip a few pages through here. I'm gonna let you hold that, and then actually go back your way with it. Until that bad boy dies. And then once that thing dies, we're going to call it a day. Sure. And again, guys, these are pages through Blake Lively's actual yearbook. And a penis pump. Top left. Let's see here. We'll start back at the back. Have to be real careful with this thing. It's pretty old now. That is very cool. Perfect. That is very cool, man. I, I did not expect you to actually go get this girl's <laughs> fucking yearbook right now. I, I thought she was going to, like, show me a picture or something of them together. Oh, no, that's, like, about the best proof I could have given. No, that's... I'm, I'm, dude, I'd be stupid to fucking argue. I literally saw her in the yearbook. Looks just like her, but younger. All of these people writing to Blake, calling her Barbie doll, and... She's weird and all this good shit. That's got to be her, man. Right. That's fucking crazy. Show it on the 4K one last time. Caught in 4K, man. That is nuts. And I've genuinely not tried to sell this or make money off this. This is something that if I ever had the opportunity to get back to Miss Lively, Mrs. Reynolds, you know, <laughs> Miss Blake Lively, you know, you were real cool to me when I was a kid, dude, so I'm not trying to make money off you here. Get your book back, fam. Send it back to you. Have your fans tag it. This is genuinely hers. I have no interest on 
capitalizing this for my own benefit. Cool, it gets me views, but at the same time, I hope these views get this back to her. Not sponsored, by the way. <laughs> Please sponsor me, Blake. I have a wish list of things you could possibly do for this show. I'm not going to say it's ransom for that book. <laughs> but he's going to need at least a couple new microphones. I'm going to need at least a new sure, a second sure, you know, those ones that Joe Rogan used. You know what, fucking a third sure. Third or you fourth. You deserve that. At the same time, a lunch <laughs> with you two and to get to meet your husband would be pretty cool. I like Ryan a lot, you know. So I, I've been taking good care of it. I might have shown a few friends, and now the, the notes are on the Internet. But that's also because it might get me views enough to get this back to you. I have tried to genuinely get it back to you without doing that. So we'll see where it goes. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chance, my brother, oh, my, my guy, my friend, and... The phenomenal gentleman who's blessed me with his presence. Ah, stop, tonight. man. Tonight. Nah, dude, it was the pleasure was all mine, man. I promise you. I've had such a good fucking time. Amen. Like, I, it's it's 1030, and I'm sitting here wondering where the last five hours almost have gone. <laughs> like, it's just been such a fucking blast from start to finish, man. I take that very, very uh, much to the heart, and I appreciate that heavily, man. And one thing that I try to do here th- the most you know, and the, and by far the thing that is the most important to me with having this platform and having the skills that I have and doing this and the editing and and everything I've done here as a whole with Young Blood Podcast is I try to offer the people that I bring on this show a chance, you know, and that chance is chance. <laughs> do, you, do you have anything that you would like to, to say? Do you have anything that I could ask you? Is there anything that you want to bring to this... P- table now um the only thing i can really say is uh if 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 there's something you feel like you need to apologize for you should apologize for it just move on okay that that's about it that's that's kind of like what i my takeaway from life lately so all right if you feel like you need to say you're sorry then you should probably say you're so sorry. if there's anything you can take away with this two hours that we've just discussed Whatever. You know, if there's if there's any any message that you could give the world, that's it right there. Oh no. If we're going off based off of context of what we've been going through, it's gonna be don't take anything don't take things too seriously. Allow yourself to have fun. Perfect. That that's that's what it is. Like for real. It's 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 not about doing a good job when it comes to something expressive. It's about having a good time. Amen. So just just fucking do it, man. You know, quote Shia LaBeouf. Do it! <laughs> you know, like, come on, just man. Just do it. Just fucking do it. Do it. Amen, Jans. Well, listen, man, this has been episode 51. 17 divided by, or 17 times 3. Episode 51. Episode 51 of Youngblood Podcast. This journey, this fantastic fucking road that we have been on has been nothing but immersive, Mm. full of growth, and absolutely life-changing for me. And, you know, these people, these guests, and these listeners, all of you, anybody who's been a part of this, this absolute amazing journey, I thank you. 
I thank you so much for it. I cannot, I cannot tell you enough how even the single listener, the single person, the single like, any of it is just a huge, 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 huge help for us here at the show. Everything we do here is just based off love, based off my time and my passion for what's going on. You know, I don't make any money and I'm not here to make any money, but I'm also here to give people a platform. You know, and if you enjoy this platform, is this, if this platform has given you something, if you've taken a, something away from this, thank you. That's what I'm here to do. Okay. And one way you can give appreciation for that is, you know, check out Youngblood Podcast. We have our platform on every single platform. <laughs> <laughs> We're available on every platform. We pla- got it. Google Podcasts. We got it. It's there. The most important thing is, though, Please do me a favor. Check out YouTube and and throw a subscribe. It really makes a huge, huge difference for me, and 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 helps me gain traction. You know, Look, because it's it's free. And if you if you decide in the future it's not your thing anymore, you can unsubscribe. Yeah, but There's, don't do that because no the thing is, foul. at the end of the day, we're trying to fool an algorithm. And you know, algorithm, yeah, man. you're you're a person, you're a thing, and what I'm trying to fool. As a robot, you know, and a little bit of tangible effort goes a long way. A like, a subscribe, a comment really tells that algorithm that you're interested in what I'm doing. You comment, wow, dude, cool shit. Might not be anything to you, but it's huge to me. Mm -hmm. And I really appreciate that time. I really appreciate you checking this out. And if Youngblood Podcast has done anything for you in a certain way, comment. Let me know what we've done. Let me know if my camera angles worked for you. Let me know if something just did not work for you. I'm here to listen. I will comment back. I will change and I will grow. And if you fucking hated it, go fuck yourself. We're going to get better. It's fine. Anyways, Chance Reigns, thank you so much for a fantastic episode of Youngblood Podcast, brother. Thanks for having me, brother. Anytime, man. Cheers. Cheers.